Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Steve and Larson, don't you dare be sour. Clap for yourselves and feel the power. Yes. And all you people out there, you're watching Going In Raw with Steve Larson. <laughs> hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, tape live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. First off, want to say thanks to all the friendos for hanging out with us during our YouTube live reaction stream. Uh, I was looking just for the sake of curiosity. I was looking. It looked like we had the third like around the third most watched YouTube stream at the moment or during the, the pay-per-view money in the bank uh, behind our good friendos over at wrestle talk. And really we were part of that too, because queen of the ring, Alex was over there repping friendo club church of friendos. Uh, and of course behind uh, cultaholic as well, our good friendos over at cultaholic. Yep. Um, so uh, shout out to everybody hanging out with us. Shout us, shout out to the enforcer for hanging out with us as well. It's always a fun. And of course, Larson, at the end of Money in the Bank, we were tied. And due to Big E winning Money in the Bank, you won predictions Money in the Bank. And in dramatic fashion at the end of the main event, you pulled out. Oof. Oh, it was close. It was close. You pulled out. All there I it needed is. was a number, number one. Number like, one. There you go. Like and, and that's where, that's what you got pulled out. So you are now the unified going in raw champion big red is is going to your house i'm not gonna say it's coming home because that's that's here no it's coming home well this is this I had is, that, where, I had this that is belt for like eight months so i know but less. like it really wasn't that long and then like i had it like a big for chunk a and then now it's coming back i've had it since gonna, like it's been like a long time since uh, march i think you've had it Oof, since march. a long time but i had so, it twice as long as you've had it I, I, I went like an eight-month run last year. What are you talking about? Yeah, then after that, I had it for a, a huge stretch. Yeah, but before I you, from, I had it for a long stretch. Anyways, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, uh, you know, you've got till SummerSlam till come back home to where it actually mm-hmm. belongs. 
and uh, and yeah, so yeah, it was a lot of fun, good stuff. And of course, like I just said, Big E won Money in the Bank. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, not no cash-ins tonight. That was kind of interesting. No, that's kind of surprising. Kind of figured that. Uh, although I do, I do not think that match needed it, and I wonder if they just want to space out their big moments. Well, I think also too where. Raw, especially, but also SmackDown. Now that they're on the road, I'm sure, A, they want to generate excitement to sell tickets for these shows and also to get ratings up if the idea that someone's going to cash in on any particular episode of Raw or SmackDown is out there, it might inspire people to tune in. Yeah, absolutely. I'm guessing that's probably it more than anything as they they see the briefcases as a means to potentially uh, up ratings. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of surprised. I mean, like Nikki uh, 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 cashing in in the Raw Women's title match made all the sense in the world, making it a triple threat towards the end or even right out the gate, given the story, beating both Rhea and Charlotte in essentially beat-the-clock challenge-type matches. Um, it would have made sense, apparently, to hold off on it, which if they're doing it to, to bump ratings, to pop ratings, so be it. I shouldn't be surprised about this because it is Charlotte. So I'm not really surprised, but it did seem like they were trying their damnedest to sort of have their cake and eat it too and protect both Charlotte and Rhea Ripley, which is why we saw that ridiculous DQ ending last month. And then this month, uh, this pay-per-view rather, I I figured just the go-home math meant that Rhea was going to win. I figured it would be some sort of wonky finish, but instead she tapped out and granted Charlotte did uh, uh, <laughs> in, in what the rules, surely... Maybe. Should have been, if last month's finish was a DQ finish, this should have been with Charlotte using the steel steps to uh, to really damage Rhea Ripley's uh, leg before putting her in the figure eight um, mm-hmm. and then making Rhea Ripley tap out. But they did. Rhea tapped out to Charlotte. Charlotte is now uh, a Raw Women's Champion. And, uh, and yeah, you got to figure, man, I mean, the crowd really seemed to be into, into Nikki Cross uh, uh, winning that money in the bank. And uh, and yeah, I want I wonder what route they're going to take with her uh, and Charlotte. They they he better not even be thinking about about a failed cash in because that would be tragic and a big waste. That would be that would be that'd be a massive waste. Um, I mean, I was I was I wasn't necessarily surprised that Nikki won the 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 money in the bank briefcase. Mm-hmm. Um, like leading up the whole time. I thought I wasn't like 100% sure that Alexa was going to win, but that was my pick and I was pretty confident in it. But then I got up this morning, I really thought about it and it was like, no, this really fits the story, especially for a cash in tonight mm-hmm. of Nikki getting herself in the, in the title match. Um, but yeah, I'm guessing they just didn't do it because of the ratings, but mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see how it pans out. Yeah. Uh, so let's just go ahead and hop into it because it was overall, it was a really fun show. Yeah, it was. I mean, just there wasn't there wasn't a dud match the whole card. There really wasn't. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, every match. It was it was interesting because, and I, I apologize for not sourcing this person. One of our friendos in chat mentioned about the Roman Edge match, and you also saw this in the Charlotte Rhea match. Is that the Roman Edge match? If it was at Thunderdome, it would have really fallen flat. It was a grinding match, and it was a long match, and it was a match that really took the crowd. It. Roman and Edge both understood how to work the crowd, mm-hmm. and that crowd really got into it. The same with Charlotte and Rhea. Charlotte and Rhea was crazy because the crowd started chanting, we want Becky. Charlotte flipped off the crowd. Unfortunately, 
that was uh, they blacked that out on on Peacock. They didn't do that great of a job of it because towards the tail end you could still see it. Yeah, uh, and but by the end of that match, that crowd was firmly into it. They did such a fantastic job mm-hmm. working that crowd, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it did. It it underscored just how just how vital the crowd element is in wrestling. Like they they feed off the wrestlers, the wrestlers feed off them, um, and and they add they can add so much they can also take away from matches. Um, if you know, I mean, we we saw that in person. I it was the most disappointing thing, and I forget what uh, Raw it was at, but it, when they were doing like a cruiserweight match, and you know the crowd started crapping all over, and these guys are busting their asses in there. <laughs> but for right now, anyways, I'm not gonna say that. Uh, I don't, I don't know how long. If you could really consider this a honeymoon period, but uh, but yeah, for now, anyways, the WWE if you, if they give the crowd good stuff that they're into, they'll they'll follow, they'll respond, yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll 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 be into it. Yep. So, anyways, it kicked off in the kickoff show, the Mysterios. Uh, this was crazy. So it was a kickoff show, Mysterios versus the Usos. The SmackDown tag titles were on the line, and they even did this really crazy cinematic. The Mysterios entering uh, a portal. some mysterious portal to it get. It reminded me of something they might have done in Lucha Underground. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then and then they, they just came out and they lost their tag yeah, titles to the Usos in a kickoff yeah. show. After you filming know, the, a green The portal and stuff, I'm surprised that uh, 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 the Lucha Underground version of Aerostar didn't lead the way. Because, yeah. you know, he's like a time traveler. Yeah, right. You know, it seemed very... Or, yeah, as, as Zondo in chat here says, Rawgate. Well, it was totally, I mean, I was screaming from the top yeah, of my lungs. Like they just stole our shit. Technology. I'm fine with them. You know, we had said, we had been very open in our We Book, we book Raw series, that they are mm-hmm. welcome to take our ideas. Um, so, yeah, happy to see that they're that they're watching old episodes of, of We Book Raw. You can watch that on our channel as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and the funny thing is, like, too, it was, really, it was a fun match. Uso's got the win with like this ridiculous cheating roll-up thing. That the ref should have saw that the ref the ref was staring uh, at this roll-up that uh, I think it was Jimmy who rolled up uh, Ray, and then uh, Jay was like basically sort of just propping up, like giving uh, uh, his brother all the leverage. He he was pushing feet. against yeah 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 uh, uh, Jimmy with his feet. So if if Ray were to kick out, yeah, they'd be like added leverage there. Exactly, exactly. And the, it was oh. just right in front of the ref. But like, yeah, oh, it's pretty surprising. They they had such a major story beat happen in the kickoff show. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, part of me was thinking. I mean, I, I went with the I went the, with the Mysterios here, but because all because all of that math. But also, I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, I wonder if they have sort of figured if Heyman has figured on a certain story beat that just needs to happen now. That has to do with the Raw tag or the SmackDown tag title, so it's like okay, let's just do this. Um, But uh, but still, fun win, fun win. I'm a fun fun match, match. rather really fun match. Yeah, really fun match. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, main card kicked off with the women's Money the Bank ladder match. Uh, Alexa Bliss had a noteworthy entrance because she had a giant uh, lily render hovering oh, above the stage and ramp, and she even kind of, you know, acknowledged it. Even you know, she couldn't see it. You mentioned this on the uh, on the SmackDown recap for the new stage, which is just a giant Tron. Yeah, um, they have upgraded the graphics for the Trons for all the individual Trons quite a bit like Oscars looked great tonight yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they have upgraded those Trons so they're not quite as boring and, and static as they used to be um, mm-hmm. I still wish they'd go back to highlight packages but uh, you know you, you can't get everything I guess um, so yeah no uh, Alexa's looked great that giant Lily render I thought was awesome um, and then sort of while everybody in this match are uh, are you know going to get ladders and stuff and having their entrances. She's just standing stoically like on the second rope, just sort of Mm -hmm. standing there waiting for everything to happen. Everybody clears the ring. And then she goes without a ladder, just stands under the briefcase and tries to do the force, uh, the force power stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And just try to grab it. And then she's met by, uh, who was she met by? Nikki or somebody. Uh, Oscar. 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 Okay. Oscar hits her with a German suplex. Yeah. yeah. And then everybody hits the ring and everybody's doing moves back and forth. Everybody, it's as crazy. they like to say, everybody got gets their shit in. Yeah. Um, everybody got their stuff in. Liv Morgan had a really terrific uh, mm-hmm. money in the bank. She was given a lot of opportunities to shine. The crowd was really behind her. She got a big mm-hmm. pop coming out. Naomi got a big pop coming out. Um, Oscar did as well. Yeah. <clears throat> Oscar did as well. Natalia and Tamina were sort of playing spoiler throughout this match, which in retrospect, the fact that they put them in there made sense given the story. You know, it's like you got a bunch of wrestlers who people are going to pop for. You need people to sort of, you know, play spoiler here, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a bit where uh, uh, Alexa uh, and Zelina Vega both walk, go up the ladder, and while they're both at the top, Alexa hypnotizes Zelina and has her mirror her actions, so Alexa walks her back down the ladder and then snaps out of it and then goes back up to try to get the briefcase. That doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Eventually everybody literally buries Alexa under a pile of ladders. Uh, She hits a sister Abigail on Nikki prior to that. Um, And uh, unless there are other, any other big spots, we could just talk. There was a spot where everybody, everybody uh, pretty much is in the ring brawling. And then Nikki set up a ladder ringside and it hits a huge cross body off that. And you think, you know, it, it, you follow Money in the Bank ladder match history. If you get a huge spot like that, it usually means you're not winning the match. Usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, between that and then her getting the win on Raw, uh, you think, all right, in terms of, of, of history, that has seemed to signify that she's not winning. But no. So the finish saw, I think there's three ladders in the ring. Yeah. And everybody save for Nikki and Alexa are on ladders brawling. Mm-hmm. Alexa's still buried under, I don't know, half a dozen ladders at least. And while everybody's too busy brawling with each other, Nikki just climbs the ladder, grabs a briefcase mm-hmm. before anybody really notices. Yep. So she took advantage of the situation, climbed up, got it, 
in one. Yeah, it was a pretty fun spot. The crowd, the crowd popped for that too. She had legit looked like she was crying yeah, up on the stage. Crying, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was uh, a really really terrific moment. Um, I was really hoping for this win, not just because the enforcer pulled her name out of a hat for his predictions, which was totally a thing, but I was legitimately hoping for Nikki because I did think that she was going into it with the biggest, um, with the best story to tell, given what they have set up. And it's like, hey, it's WWE. They set up a story. You just want them to pay it off. Exactly. And it looks like they, they might be doing that here. Um, and so this this was great. I really do believe that the crowds are going to be behind Nikki. I mean, how can you not be? Um, I know that people might think that the superhero thing is a bit goofy. I really like it because she seems genuinely invested in it. She seemed to be the one who pitched it in the first place backstage, which mm-hmm. I always like. You know, it's like I like when wrestlers. I mean, seemingly one thing WWE does do if you're able to get to them is they'll let people pitch and pitch and pitch and pitch. And if they like something, they'll try it. Um, and so I really appreciate that this is something that Nikki has really gone into. I don't think yeah, any yeah. other wrestler on the roster this gimmick would make sense for. Um, but she's terrific, and she's a great wrestler. Yeah. And uh, hopefully they're able to build the moment for her cash in and win properly, and it'll be yeah. as big a moment as it should be. Maybe maybe at SummerSlam. I don't know. Maybe she'll do the yeah. thing Well, she'll, she'll cash in and say, hey, t- tomorrow night. She'll come out and say, hey. I'm cashing in at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And they actually do a good job of building to it. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, instead of just like Braun, where it just kind of happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that, we have Roman and the Usos backstage. Usos are happy because they won. Uh, Roman's like, pretty much, hey, those belts are mine. Uh, Jimmy says, here, take mine. And Roman says, no, you can hold on to it for me. Tells the Usos they survived the pressure, but don't get confused. Winning the belts was the easy part. Roman says, I did all the heavy lifting. Says, he's the one that brought Jay back. He turns to Jimmy and says, and you. Reference, and to, uh, reference to the arrest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, says, but here we are now covered in gold. The family is always watching. Now that he's given them what they want, it's time to give him what he wants. And Jay's like, yeah, you're my tribal chief. He you know, sings his praises. And he elbows Jimmy. And Jimmy's like, uh, yeah, tribal chief, all that, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Roman says, all right, I'm proud of you. Brings it in for a hug. Yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, after that, we had AJ Styles and Amos versus the Viking Raiders. This was a long match. It was wildly entertaining. It was really fun. I love when Amos gets to do his stuff because he's a lot of fun to watch. And it's just it's rare these days that the Vi- that they actually give the Viking Raiders like more than ten minutes in a match to really show how good they are. Um, and this was that match like we got to see it. It was really really terrific. Um, uh, let's see. There's this really great moment where Amos. So Eric's on the outside, and Amos picks up AJ and he throws him at Eric, and AJ hits a Rana from that. Yeah, it was, it floor, was yeah. rad. It was really cool, yeah, was and I hope cool. that like we get more creative stuff with that, with AJ and Amos. Uh, there's been a, there was a couple other impressive moments with Amos body slamming Ivar, press slamming him off like the mm-hmm. the top. Um, st- tries to step on him for that pin. He only got two, um, and then uh, so the Raiders take out Amos on the outside. AJ misses a phenomenal forearm. The Viking Raiders hit their finish, um, but then. <laughs> 
for some reason, as Ivar is going for the pin on AJ, Eric, trying to prevent Amos from coming in, approaches Amos, and Amos just, from the apron, shoves Eric so hard he goes flying into the pin, which is kind of on the other side of the ring, and that gets broken up. In mm-hmm. the end, Amos ends up hitting his finish on Eric. Yeah, the choke uh, bomb. To yeah, to 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 retain those titles, but a really fun match there with the it Viking fun, Raiders yeah. and AJ and Amos. Yeah, and it, it follows with the story they've been telling with AJ and Amos, where Amos dominates, AJ gets in there more often than not, gives up the advantage. It's funny because in this one, he let Amos start. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, we're fast forwarding to the end here," but it was their longest match and probably their actual their best match. Mm-hmm. Their WrestleMania match was so well done because it was yeah, a Moss's sort of long. like debut, yeah. but yeah. it wasn't long. It was just a Moss dominating. But this was a lot more, and uh, and AJ is the perfect guy to get the most out, that he can out of a Moss who probably has some limitations in terms because of his size. You know, he's not going to be doing it. Well, ton. I think it is is inexperienced too. And his inexperience as well, like obviously he hasn't taken a bump. I'd be kind of shocked. I don't. Maybe he does the performance center, but like, oh, I'm he's sure such he has the performance center. Big but yeah, dude to see the ring. See him crashing down like that. Oof. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Drew McIntyre interview. Uh, he's asked, "What will you? What will it take to win money at the bank?" And Drew discusses, "Oh, you know, something seems different tonight, but I can't put my finger on it." He goes, "Oh yeah, Fort Worth. Can I hear some damn noise?" Talks about how he has to win the match tonight. Last time he was in Texas, he won the Rumble. He went on to WrestleMania to beat Brock. He carried the WWE title through Thunderdome. And he says, I think I speak for everyone when I say no one wants to see Thunderdome ever again. And he tells a story about him rolling into the Money in the Bank ladder match, winning that contract, getting his title back. He'll get those. He'll get those. Uh, keep on running down Thunderdome. You'll definitely get some good face reactions there. Oh, um, man. This next match oh. was... was was uh, uh, putting it mildly to say a dominant effort from Bobby Lashley, Kofi Kingston versus Bob Lashley. Kofi tried for that fast start, hit a, a double stomp off the top. Pretty much after that, it was all Bob Lashley. Let me ask you this, man. Yeah. If you're Kofi Kingston, and backstage they pitch two things, uh, if it's Brock Lesnar, right, for the Brock match, mm-hmm. either you lose in eight seconds mm-hmm. or – you get destroyed. Now, keep in mind, Brock has been taken to the limit by Brian, Mysterio, Finn, Styles, Styles, a bunch of guys similarly sized to Kofi. So you show up and they're like, hey, it's your choice. F5 in eight seconds or you get dominated like we saw Lashley. What do you go with? I would take this, the the match tonight, because for a couple of reasons. One, you get a little offense in. <laughs> yeah, true. Two, Bob Lashley put him in a hurt lock early, and Kofi didn't tap. In fact, Lashley had to release it, like did a crazy fallaway slam out of it. So it wasn't like uh, uh, Lashley put his finish on right away, and Kofi tapped immediately. You know, you feel. I, I guess you also feel like in character, you feel like a little bit less of a jerk. It's like, man, I can't believe I just lost my title because I got caught, as opposed to. I just got beat. Oh, you know? I just got my ass kicked, handed to me. You yeah. know, what what can I do? I can't really do anything else. You know, yeah. I just got in there, yeah. I got my ass. There was nothing Kofi could do. Nothing. Yeah, after after he could the do. Op- after like the opening thirty seconds, there's basically nothing he could do. So like yeah, uh, Lashley fends off uh, uh, Kofi's initial offense, dominates, hits a massive spine buster, dumps Kofi to the floor, rams in the ring post a couple times, goes back on the ring, hits a massive flatliner, sinks into hurt lock, but Kofi doesn't tap. 
So Lashley kind of hits like a almost like a fall away slam type deal. Uh, Lashley hits another huge flatliner, hits some ground and pound, hits three dominators, and then sinks in the hurt lock again. And Kofi has to tap. How awesome is it though for Kofi Kingston to to do this? True professional, you know. I mean, on Raw, Xavier Woods gets this fluke victory because Lashley is is kind of sleeping. You know, he's he's mm-hmm. soft. And he, ha- he goes on this rampage with MP- MVP, that great promo at the end of Raw. And then this is the result of that. It wouldn't have made really much sense. All that that happened if Kofi comes out and he takes Bobby Lashley to the limit. That's not the point. The point is now Lashley is like, dude, I you're making me soft with all these women in champagne. And I'm a dominator. And he comes out and he dominates yeah that's the next level that's the next level that we want from bob lashley and here's the thing too that if the the rumors were true or they're thinking of moving biggie over to raw oh it's the story be in the draft it's the there's story. a story there there's yeah a story there yeah you know god dang dude wow there's something there so yeah and it on top of that i know you don't like it but Big E, he's gonna have that Goldberg rub, I know it's secondhand, but when Lashley beats Goldberg, he's gonna beat the guy who beat Goldberg. And there's more, there's there's extra rep to that. There's extra reputation to that. Um, how do you think Big E should cash in? It, let's say he goes to Raw. How does yeah. he cash in? It's gotta be a pure face cash in, right? Here's an idea. So let's say let's say Lashley carries a belt to Survivor Series. Who will he face at Survivor Series? Uh, well, Roman. Yeah. They have their match. Roman gets the win. If you want to do, well, if, if you want to have him come in and cash in, that's like the best time to do it. Yeah, but do you think he should do it? I, I, uh, you think he I mean, should ideally, do that? He should, he, should be, he should declare in advance, say, I'm going to cash in tonight and have the full match and win that way. That should be the way it's done, obviously, because that's yeah. the baby face way. You know, it would be, be great. I think ro- ro- number one, I really don't think they should do Lashley the way they did Drew. Mm. And I know with Drew is a cheaty win, but if there's any match at Survivor Series that should be a wonk finish without a clear winner, it should be Bobby versus Roman. I get that Roman's a tribal chief and they're doing all this stuff with him, but man, Bob Lashley's your raw your 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 guy on Raw, and if he's gonna get the Goldberg rub, you don't job him out. You don't nobody pins him, you know? You know what they should do then for that for Survivor Series is at least just for that storyline, have MVP recruit a couple more members of the Hurt Business. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. So then the Usos just can't interfere and cost Lashley the match. But this is what I like. This is what you do. Big E comes out at the end of every brutal match that Lashley has as if he's going to cash in. Now, the match is over, but Lashley's hurt. Big E comes out, and he just teases him with it. It's kind of like what Brock was doing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, hey, I'm here. But then eventually he's tired of playing games and he just declares for whatever, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe Lashley has a good run until Mania. You get Big E that big Mania moment, you know? That'd Some be great. Kofi Mania type, you know, circular stuff there. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty so, cool. Yeah, Drew got the, uh, who is this? Says Ultra Star. So didn't Drew get that rub too? He got the Goldberg rub. He got the Goldberg yeah. rub. Yeah, he beat Goldberg. Yeah. I, hope, I hope Drew gets that title back in front of fans at some point. Mm-hmm. At some I'm sure point, he will. Yeah. I'm sure he will. 
Uh, then we had Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the Raw Women's Championship. We mentioned earlier, I believe, that uh, uh, the crowd was chanting, we want Becky early on this match. But by the end, they were into it because this match was really damn good. Yeah, really this good. was this was a master class in turning a crowd around and 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 interacting with the crowd, um, and it just shows how good Charlotte is. I know a lot of people give her shit. Um, you know why was she supposed to turn down opportunities? Uh, <laughs> she's just a hell of a wrestler, and uh, this was um, this is a really fantastic match. It just it yeah. really was. I mean, there uh, was that top rope natural selection that was insane. That, didn't even was get, that it wasn't rad. even the finish. Wasn't that even wasn't the even the finish. Rhea looked great finish. here, but in the end, it's like, yeah, there's a pecking order. Charlotte's at the top. Well, I, I did like early on, so it wasn't like Rhea got got dominated. So early no, on, no, it wasn't. It was, yeah. And throughout the match, in fact, Charlotte was trying to target Rhea's leg, and initially, Rhea had an answer. Um, like, at one point, uh, Charlotte goes for a chop block on the apron. Rhea, like, jumps over it, so Charlotte gets posted, and then Rhea drop kicks her in the floor, but then she ends up whiffing on a cannonball off the apron. Later on, uh, Charlotte's trying to go after uh, Rhea's leg again. Rhea catches her, dumps her to the floor. After that, then she hits the cannonball off the ring steps. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I like they were even referencing spots prior in the match. Yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, it was hard hitting. There's this bit where Rhea was just hitting Charlotte with a ton of chops. And then Charlotte flings uh, Rhea out of the ring, boots her off the apron, follows the mood salt to the floor, goes for a natural selection, whiffs on that. Rhea puts her in the reverse cloverleaf. Charlotte reverses that into a roll-up. Uh, Rhea kicks out, hits a head kick, uh, goes for a riptide, and Charlotte reverses that into a DDT. It's a great sell by Rhea. So then Rhea hits a back elbow. Charlotte responds with the Andrade back elbow. Mm-hmm. Uh, covers, feet are on the ropes. Ref sees it. And like very casually is like, nah, that's, <laughs> yeah. can't do that. So Rhea hits a kick, bunch of shoulder tackles in the corner, puts Charlotte on top looking for a superplex. Charlotte fights her off, and that's when she hit the supernatural selection, but they only got a two count. Um, so Charlotte's looking for the figure four. Rhea flings her into the corner. Mm-hmm. Charlotte tumbles to the floor, and Rhea reaches out to pull her back towards the ring, and Charlotte instead slams Bad Rhea's head move. to the ring post. Rookie mistake, dude. Don't Sticks. go. Don't get, yeah. Dirtiest player in the game. Yeah. Sticks Rhea's foot between the ring steps and the apron, and it starts kicking it. Puts on the figure eight. Rhea sells it. Holds out best she can, but eventually has to tap out. This is going to be one of those great things where Rhea obviously made a, a, a big mistake here by getting too antsy, too ambitious, aggressive. aggressive. Yes. I want to see if they, if she fixes that in matches going forward. Mm-hmm. If she has an mm-hmm. opportunity to do it, but backs off. You know, I love mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. They did that stuff with uh, Bianca uh, at uh, Backlash or Mania at Mania with uh, with Sasha, mm-hmm. where uh, a match with Shayna where she didn't win the NXT title made a mistake, and in that match at Mania, she corrected it. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. I love that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, those details is what really mm-hmm. you know, makes these stories really interesting. Uh, at this point, the Peacock app started to, <laughs> to glitch out quite a bit, so the, apparently there was a Knockmore, Rick Boogs, Matt Riddle backstage thing that best I could piece together led to Riddle and Boogs singing Orton's thing. Yeah, uh, in the in, to quote Office Space, I wouldn't say we missed it, Bob. <laughs> I just don't... I looked at those like... Well, thank God this happened during this because I really don't care. And it happened during the entrances for the dudes at money in the, their Money in the Bank match because we're not really missing anything. Uh, I had no idea 
that this was something we would be introduced to today. And it bums me out that we're probably never going to get it again. But uh, the match started off with Rollins and Morrison arguing over who is the true drip master. And uh, <laughs> Rollins like, what is that supposed to be in your hair? He's like, it's drip, man. And uh, But then we got the unexpected team up of what we dubbed the drip twins with the Rollins twins, and Morrison. Yeah. Uh, this was this was great. This is one of those things so where you good. know they're just having fun. And there was lots of to to sort of uh add some validation to uh to Matt Riddle going on the record saying that he apologized to Seth and he made amends. They had a lot of interaction tonight. They did. Seth they I did. think ate like an RKO um and uh, I know like a a knee strike, a couple other things. And a, a floating bro, uh, floating off bro. Springboard floating yeah, right, bro. right. Yeah. Um Yeah. This so, match was tons of fun. This and was wildly fun. Spots. Of course, Kevin Owens out there putting his body on the line several times. I like this pretty early on. They teased a potential matchup on the Raw side of things if Big E does go there mm-hmm. with Drew McIntyre and Big E. Yeah. Dude, uh, I, I tell you, man, if Goldberg has, he has two matches a year, one of them is going to be with the Lashley. Give well, us, it, Lashley will be a second match for the year. D- is, he does he have two more next year? Is he signed for another year. year? So give us give us Big E and Goldberg at Mania. You have to. You have to. And have oh, Big E get that win. That's good. That's good stuff. Uh, let's fast forward a bit. Drew goes on extended run. He has a double Claymore on, uh, where is it here, on uh, Nakamura and Riddle. Yeah. Hits Big E with a future, future shock. Hits uh, Ricochet with a reverse Alabama slam uh, into the ladder. Uh, he's clearing house. Hits Seth with a Claymore. He starts climbing. Veer and Shanky run out. They start beating him up. Toss him for the ring. Jinder comes out with the chair. Hits him in the gut. Starts hitting him over and over with chair shots. And then Veer and Shanky carry Drew backstage. We don't see him again. <laughs> Speculate, so, um, Larson. Where, where do they take him? Uh, they, they probably took him backstage and said, Hey, you tore this motorcycle apart. You need to put it back together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, after that, Riddle's climbing the ladder. Ricochet springboards and then proceeds to walk like halfway down the rope. Yeah. Jumps on the ladder, uh, knocks Riddle off. Riddle pushes the ladder over. And Ricochet lands on the top rope and off that does like a somersault sent on it. Pretty much everybody else. And then hops it right back in the ring because seamless. he's the guy doling it out. And Riddle, they did the great thing that seamless. you and I saw at PWG. The first, I think it was like the first live Riddle match we saw. When like uh, his uh, his it was, uh, tag team uh, Jeff partner Cobb. It was Jeff, Jeff Cobb, Cobb doing the stalling suplex on he was getting the stalling suplex yes that's right and Riddle was Mark it was Cage and and uh, Elegant or something like that yeah, yeah. and uh, Riddle was freaking out but he oh, yeah, was they're passing he, it back and forth yeah he was marveling yeah. at his own tag team partner being passed around uh, in in the stalling suplex position and so we got the same thing where this guy he's supposed to be yeah. fighting he's like marking out for what he yeah, just saw because it was great. a pretty great moment. Yeah, and after that, Riddle starts doling out cutters. Or sorry, RKOs. He hits one on Big E. Uh, he pulls Ricochet off the ladder right into an RKO. He's celebrating. Uh, probably sh- he's doing the Randy Orton pounding the fist on the ground. Seth hits him with a stomp. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nakamura comes in, hits Seth with a go to sleep. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, he starts to climb. Morrison uh, squirts him with the drip stick. Owens is in. He hits Morrison with the stunner. He starts to climb. Nakamura pulls him off. Stunner. He ends up beating a stunner, too. Uh, Owens tries to hit Ricochet with a stunner. Uh, Ricochet evades that. He gets a pop-up powerbomb. 
Owens climbs again. He's reaching for the briefcase. Seth pulls him off and he power bombs him through a, a ladder that was set up between the apron and the announce table. Um, and so it's just Seth. He's climbing. Big E enters the ring. So there's two ladders next to each other. Uh, Big E uh, grabs Seth, hits a big ending off the ladder, climbs up, gets the briefcase, gets the win. Yeah. It was pretty crazy, man. It was pretty crazy. Uh, backstage, Seth is in a rage. Kevin comes up to him from an interview. Not Kevin Owens, Kevin the interviewer guy. Kevin uh, Patrick, I think. Yeah, something like that. And uh, Seth's like, this is supposed to be my destiny. I need a new plan. Change, 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 change. Whoever wins the Universal title match, I'm next in line. Very upset. Yeah, very um, angry. After that, we had our main event. Roman Reigns versus Edge. They did a really good job even building a Roman's entrance because like Edge comes out and they have a great close-up on him mm-hmm. and it just lingers there until the music kicks in and Edge sort of looks down because he's like, yeah, here we go. There's just a lot of grinding in this match, but it was really well told. It was a really well told story. It, maybe, maybe a little built. long, maybe a little long, but uh, but yeah, it, it did a really good job building. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, Edge eventually put Roman in the deal, Larson. He gave, he put him he in, put the, him deal. in the deal. He did put him in the deal. Uh, he did. So let's see here. Uh, okay. Um, so let's start, from, let's start from here, I guess. We can start go, where Edge Go, go towards the, 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 the ref bump, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So Edge is set up for a spear. Roman catches the guillotine. Mm-hmm. They eventually tumble to the floor. Roman is looking to spear Edge to the barricade. Edge sidesteps that. Roman goes to the barricade. But then Edge spears Roman through the barricade. Puts Roman back on the ring, gets a two. Uh, Roman hits a Superman punch. He tumbles into Little Nate. You get a ref bump. Little Nate is holding his knee. Uh, Roman goes down to ringside, busts one of the bottom braces off the chair. Uh, as he's doing that, Little Nate, still selling knee, rolls out of the ring. Roman tries to put the deal on Edge. Edge fights it off, hits a bunch of ed- uh, headbutts. He puts the deal on Roman. Mm-hmm. This brings the Usos down. Uh, you can see when they're running down, Mysterios are just right behind Sneaking them. Sneaking up behind them. Yeah, so they, right as the Usos about to get in the ring, the Stereos pull them out. There's a brawl ringside. It eventually goes back up the ramp. Uh, Roman's about to pass out. He kind of comes to Seth hits the ring, super kicks Edge in the back of the head to break that up. So Roman goes for a spear. Edge counters with one of his own, covers, but there's no ref. Eventually one runs out, starts to count. Roman kicks out. You know, he kind of kicked out when there's no ref, anyways, but whatever. So uh, Seth. Comes back out. He gets on the apron. Edge boots him off. Roman uh, hits him with the spear as he's turning around to get the win. As soon as the bell rings, pretty much Seth hits the ring. He's hitting Edge with ground and pound. Stomps him a bit. Gets face to face with Roman. Talks some crap. Edge gets up. Blasts him. They end up brawling through the crowd. Mm-hmm. And then Roman calls for a mic. Says, now, now. the whole world can acknowledge me. John Cena. Do, 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 do. John Cena comes out, throws up a two sweet, and uh, he comes up to Roman. You can't see me, does that thing, and just celebrates himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, man. That's it. You know, so the show goes off the air. Like, poor Roman. He just went through hell. I mean, it was a long ass match. It was, was like a 25 minute match, I know. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's like, got to deal with John Cena coming out. And he's like, see me in Bumblebee, the movie. I know. Remember that was, his, that was his gimmick in uh, We Book Raw? He was just promoting mm-hmm. Bumblebee. That was. He yeah. had it on his shirt. He had it on his shirt. That's right. Yep. So, <laughs> so anyways, uh, yeah, that's going to show. Fun yeah, show. no, it was, it was a really fun show. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do on Raw tomorrow. And then on, of course, Tuesday, we'll review it. 
Um, yeah. But uh, apparently, tomorrow, uh, in chat here, they're saying that they announced that Cena is going to kick off Raw. Yes. Yeah. That's the, interesting. That's the not the wrong show brand. It's the wrong brand. But you know, but you got to boost those Raw numbers because they're in the ratings toilet. Up, get those ratings up. in the toilet. What do you think yep. they're going to say? Power rank things. What John Cena is going to say tomorrow? Uh, he'll definitely say you can't see me. <laughs> you probably say yeah. He's got. He'll reference the Funhouse. If he's kicking he's off Raw, to. he's got to he's reference got to. the Funhouse. Maybe we'll see Bray tomorrow. Maybe Bray will come back. Tomorrow. Hey man, I'm not done with you, man. He's like, no, like, dude, not going back anymore. I got out. Of the, I got out of your Funhouse. We're done. We're done. Yeah, we're done. We're done. He says, we're "Come done. on, man, let's go back to the Funhouse." Pass. Nope. nope. That's going to do it for us, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. He says, no, you point, Dexter. Until next time, Twitch chat, stick around. We'll answer some of your questions. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.